Welcome back to another episode of The Complicated Woman Podcast. I'm your host, Judy Akinyi, but you can call me JJ. Thanks a lot for tuning in. There's something interesting I came across on social media, and I want us to talk about it. Listen to this. A recent study conducted by researchers at the University of Kansas has shed light on how social media affects the happiness of couples by surveying more than 3,000 couples and analyzing their social media habits. The study found that couples who frequently post on social media platforms tend to have lower levels of happiness compared to those who refrain from posting frequently. This is because couples have a tendency to constantly compare their relationship to others. On the other hand, the study also highlighted that couples who post less often are less likely to engage in the harmful habits of comparing themselves to others. In summary, the research suggests that consciously reducing social media usage can contribute to a healthier and happier relationship. I agree to disagree with this research, and I'm going to get into my why a little bit later on in the episode. However, I'd love to hear from you. Does posting even mean anything in a relationship? Please comment and let me know. Honestly, I don't think posting means anything, and I'm going to tell you why. Nowadays on social media, people just be doing crazy stuff. I'm on Instagram. I'm I'm on literally every social media app. And let me talk about Instagram because I have received a DM and not just one, like even two from people who have posted their significant others, maybe their wife or their girlfriend or even their entire family. And they'll still DM you and be like, I'm trying to be with you. I'm trying to get with you. Or can I take you out for coffee? Oh my goodness, men. One thing about men, some of them will embarrass you, my friend. So Honestly, to me, posting doesn't really mean anything. And I remember having this conversation with my sister. I was telling her, like, eh, me, there's someone who has literally posted their wife and they're in my DM. (laughs) And I'm just like, Kumbe, nowadays, even when they're posting their people, they still just don't care. They just shoot their shot. Like, it doesn't matter what is on their profile, on their feed. So yeah, me posting doesn't mean anything. I could post you but still be sneaky, cheating, and just embarrassing you out here. So mm, it doesn't really mean much. Also, I'd love to hear from you again. Would you be angry if your partner doesn't post you? Now here, I'm going to be quite honest. I'm going to be angry if my partner doesn't post me on special days. Like, say, if it's my birthday or it's our anniversary. I mean, these are special occasions that we should both celebrate each other. So posting each other on these days is so important. I'd be angry if they don't on special days. But constantly, like on a regular, just every day posting me, no. I honestly wouldn't be angry because whether you post me or not... I don't think it defines or it determines how much you actually love me when we are together, you know. So, and honestly, now this social media is just, you can hide things. Someone can post you on WhatsApp and you're literally the only one viewing. And now he has serenaded you with words or she has serenaded you with words on the 
post and now you feel like oh my goodness my partner loves me he just posted me on whatsapp and said all this lovey dovey stuff and maybe baby boo you're the only one viewing it so posting for me honestly it's not that important it doesn't determine how long a relationship should or will last so let me know let me know what your thoughts are now let me get into why i disagree and why i agree with this research I disagree with it because there's this part where they've written, couples who post on social media tend to have lower levels of happiness. This is false. It's not everyone who posts the, the relationship that isn't happy. I've seen it work for some people. I have a friend who's engaged and they've dated for a long time and they used to post each other on social media and they used to post a lot of stuff about their relationship. Well, they obviously weren't showing us everything, but they used to post that themselves on a regular and they're engaged. So it's not necessarily everyone who posts that isn't happy. But yeah, and also I agree, I disagree, disagree with this part where they're like couples who post often have a tendency to compare their relationship with others. I don't think so. Comparison is always there. Everyone does it. Whether you post your partner on social media or not, you're still going to see other partners post their significant other. And that, that don't, what am I saying? I've already started. <laughs> and that won't stop you from noticing how other people are behaving in their relationship or what they're doing or what they're posting. No, comparison will always be there. Whether you're posting yours or not, you'll see other people and you'll still be like, wow, so they're doing this. Hmm. I should probably try and incorporate this in my relationship and da da da. So I don't only, I don't think comparison only comes in when you <clears throat> post your partner often. Yeah. So whether yours is posted or not, comparison will always be there. Let me know what you think. Let's listen to this lady. Your partner's not posting you on social media, run. Listen, if he's someone who actually does not post on social media, fine, he can have a pass. But if this man is religiously posting pictures of him and his boys, his betting parlays, his cars, him fishing, there's no reason he should not be posting you. Now, if you haven't had this conversation with your partner and you're just expecting him to post you without you asking, maybe first have that conversation, tell him why you'd want to be posted, maybe express that to him, maybe your partner doesn't understand it the way you do if you're someone who's had that conversation with your partner and for some reason he still does not want to post you he's hiding something you're hot as fuck and you deserve to be with someone who wants to sh damn girl okay <laughs> now let's get into why i agree with this research they said happy couples are less likely to post their partner and i'ma ask you true or false listen baby this is pure facts capital f a c t s and the keyword here is less likely, not never. Less likely meaning they'll do it once in a while. And you know why I love this? Because first of all, there's a lot of privacy guaranteed. No one wants everyone to be in their space, wanting to know where they're going for date night or how their bedroom life is, what they're eating for breakfast, what they're doing during the day. No, you don't want people in your space too much. Once you put it online, People always want to know what's up and that's the problem. Once you start posting your significant other, especially if you do it almost every time, 
people will always want to know what's up, what are you doing today, what are you up to. They become online in-laws. And I'm going to use an example of this couple in Kenya. They were Jesus. They're quite popular here. We see them work together. They're always together. They're always posting each other. And these are people who literally have online in-laws. And when something is happening in their relationship, people will want to know what happened. Why aren't you guys posting each other? Why have you guys been so quiet? You know, if, for example, Kabiwa Jesus doesn't post Mili for, say, a day or three People are going to be like, mm, something is wrong and we need to know. You all remember when there was that card drama in their family, which I won't talk about here. Yeah, but people on the internet felt so entitled that they had to do a video to explain what was happening in their marriage. That's literally so crazy. There's just a lot of invasion of privacy once, once you put it online constantly. But... It's just it's just so nice to have some sort of privacy. Show something, but also don't show everything. And I know, honestly, content creators don't always show us everything. Sometimes when we are viewing things, we always think that we know a lot. But they're literally just putting out what they feel is okay for them and what they feel they want to put out. So maybe you might feel like, hey, this person is oversharing, when literally they aren't even oversharing. They're, they're showing you like the list of things that you should know or see i don't know i bet you've had content creators say this a couple of times so yeah but i'm just against constantly posting someone like i said and i i said this before on this podcast i believe in the bad eye there are people who just don't want to see you prosper you know those people who once you post your partner they're already like em tachana too they're always there they're always like y'all are just gonna break up we're just giving you a certain period of time or wait until this and this happens people just start speaking bad stuff about your relationship or and whatever as in it's just too much number two happy couples are less likely, less likely to force their partner because <laughs> a breakups are complicated let me just say that I'm trying to phrase this in a way that I can communicate it well. As in, okay, when you don't put your relationship out there, the breakup is going to be less complicated because people are not going to be in your business much, you know. And this is not guaranteed much for public figures, by the way, because... There are public figures who literally their relationships have been private, but once they break up, it's just so ugly. Like, I remember Kate Actress and Phil posted their divorce sometime last year. And these are people who aren't showing us everything. Like, we barely knew a lot about their relationship and what they're up to and what they're doing. It's not like they had a YouTube channel or they posted each other every time on social media. But when they broke up, people were talking everyone had an opinion of why this person left the other why the the marriage couldn't last like people just had a lot to say and this even becomes so bad to the people who are involved in the relationship or marriage because now you're being bullied online and it's just torture like your mental health is in the gutter so yeah i mean if you're not a public figure then it's more advantageous because you are not going to have a complicated 
breakup or divorce if you weren't putting your business out there. Yeah, people wouldn't be so invested in why the relationship didn't work out. People that post all over social media about their relationships and how much they love the other person, those are the worst relationships. I think the best ones are the ones that don't really post because they don't need to. The people that are putting it all over the place are... Facts only, there's way less pressure when you don't post your partner all the time. And now I understand the part where the research is like you might end up comparing your relationship with other people because there might be too much pressure on your relationship if you keep posting it. This online in-laws, they'll stress you out. They'll be like, when are you getting engaged? If maybe you guys are just in, still in a relationship and there's no other major step that has been taken. Or people are going to be like, when are you planning to have kids if you just got married? When are you having another kid if you just had your first kid? Others will be like, why aren't you going on expensive vacations like this other couple? Why isn't your boyfriend doing this for you? Why isn't your girlfriend doing this for you? Literally, people start putting so much pressure on you. And you might find yourself getting lost into it and being like, yeah, these people are probably right. Why isn't my boyfriend taking me to expensive vacations and giving me money and sending me flowers every other week? Why isn't my girlfriend cooking for me every day and treating me like the king that I am and buying me expensive gifts and doing da-da? Like, eh? It also just ruins a healthy relationship. You start making judgments based on what people are commenting and what people are saying, which is just so unhealthy. So this, I, I mean, by the way, if anything, I am going to get keep my partner because I can't have people pressure me or stress me out. I'd rather keep that relationship to myself. And I always say that if I ever find myself constantly posting a man on my social media, this is someone I am married to. Y'all stand to correct me please <laughs> if you follow me on social media and you ever see me just post a man every time that hasn't put a ring on it hey please come to my dm and be like sis wake up before because ain't no way i'm just gonna put out my relationship out there too much you can post once in a while like i said special occasions or maybe that those days you just want to show the kahand <laughs> Or his leg, you know, I'm a be that type of person. Soft launch only, no hard launch. <laughs> anyway, I'm playing, but I'm also serious about the part where I'll constantly post someone who puts a ring on it. And even if, God forbid, I break up with that person or someone who posts break up with that person, it doesn't change the fact that the love was there and it existed and we enjoyed that moment. You know, people are always trolling others after they break up as if the love wasn't there. Just the other day, I saw a couple being trolled on Twitter because there, were, this, there was a rumor that they have divorced and people were like, this woman left this man because he doesn't have money anymore. Yani people were saying so many things and I was just like, hey, and yet being a public figure isn't easy. But also, even if people have bad, bad things to say after a breakup, it doesn't change the fact that the love was there and that you enjoy being with that person. So yeah, there's also that. And I think lastly, the best part about not posting your partner for me is you'll have more fun and there'll definitely be an increased sense of authenticity. It's not going to be about 
what are we showing the people we should do this and this so that people know that we are not lame like there are no cameras and people don't have to know everything we are doing that is the most healthy relationship ever because once there are cameras and you want to show people everything you won't be authentic you'll just want to look like you have this perfect relationship and that you guys are living the most lavish lifestyle ever you're always happy when literally that isn't the truth, even these people who are always posting on social media, it's not like their relationship is always beautiful 24-7. Of course, they go through shit every other time. They just don't post when they're arguing or when they're fighting or when they're going through that hard time where maybe they don't even have, they don't know where the next meal is coming from. I don't know. But like people don't be posting those bad stuff. It's always the good and the, and the beautiful stuff only. And that creates also a notion that relationships are supposed to be perfect when they aren't. So yeah, me for me, hey, no cameras. Let's just do us. Let's go to places and not show people. We can, I mean, we can show them once in a while, but not show them everything and let them into our space too much. You get it? Those that get it, get it. Yeah. And and if by any chance you choose to post your partner on social media every other time, baby, you go ahead and do it. I think on this episode, I'll repeat every time that different strokes for different people. So whatever works for you, works for you. If you're going to do it, do it. But just, just don't let people into your space too much. Don't overshare. And you know, sometimes maybe even you might share something and then your partner gets angry about it. Because maybe you've overstepped a boundary that you and your partner had, or maybe you've shared something that they weren't comfortable with. So again, also like maybe if you're going to share something, I think it's important to have a conversation about it as a couple so that you know that both of you know what you're okay sharing and what is not okay. Yeah. Was that even correct grammar? I guess, you know, sometimes I just talk here and when I listen, I'm like, eh? <laughs> But yeah, so to avoid oversharing, have a conversation about it and always know that once it's out there, you're already exposed to cyberbullying and people will have opinions about your relationship. People will come and give you unsolicited advice. So yeah, you're definitely going to get into that and there'll always be invasion of privacy. Personally, like I said, I'm going to get keep mommy, 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 eh. This week on What the Fact, we have a fascinating story. So there's a Chinese woman who decided to leave $2.8 million fortune to her pets. Unbelievable, right? <laughs> Here's what happened. So an elderly woman in China has decided to leave her $2.8 million fortune to her cats and dogs instead of her children. According to reports, the woman who was identified by her surname Liu had initially included her three children in the will she made a few years back. She reportedly left the money and property but changed her mind, saying that her children did not take care of her when she was sick and they don't make an effort to contact her. She recently changed her will and insisted that all of her money must be used to take care of her pets and any of their offspring after she dies. A local vet clinic has reportedly been appointed as the administrator of the inheritance and is responsible for taking care of the animals. 
This is so freaking insane. Why the hell would you leave $2.8 million fortune to your pets when you have children? Plus, I was just asking myself, okay, you are sick and none of your children contacted you or came to visit you. I think you're the problem, honey. Because as a mother, if your children cannot make an effort to come see you when you're in, on your deathbed, that means you are probably a toxic mother. She probably had a strange relationship with her kids because there's no other way to explain this. Plus, we haven't been told why the children didn't go to visit. I'm just making assumptions because I don't think there are children who can just not like their parents for no reason. If they exist out there, please let me know. But I don't think you can just not like your parent for no reason. So this mother, she was probably toxic to her kids and that's why they never gave an F about her. And so she was like so bitter and angry and she decided, you know what? I'm going to leave this fortune to my pets because they've been here for me. They're my besties and they deserve it, which I'm like, okay, pets are human beings, best friends. I have, okay, I don't have a pet, but I have friends who keep pets and I see how they love them and how much they adore them and talk about them. But still leaving all this money for pets. Nah, it just doesn't make sense to me, honestly, when you have children, even as much as you had a strange relationship. Come on, there's something that can be worked out. Anyway, I honestly don't mind being a caretaker of the pets. Where are the poor pets? Can someone help me as the caretaker? The vet, the vet clinic where they were taken. Please holler at me. I'm interested. <laughs> this is a whole lot of money. Oh my goodness. Y'all, please don't watch. Let me know what you think about this story. Would you leave your million dollar fortune to your pets if you have a strange relationship with your family what would you do i mean what do you think about this story yeah just that let me not digress too much Last week, I talked about toxic parents, and I remember telling you all that there are questions that were sent, and I only got to respond to one. So today, we are hoping on to the second question. Also, if you'd love me to respond to your queries or you have any dilemma that you'd love to get my POV on, please send an email to thecomplicatedwoman at gmail.com, and yeah, we'll definitely talk about it on this segment so let's let's get into this one. It's a guy. He says, "Hi, I'm 23 and my girlfriend just turned 26 few months ago. I was wondering what you think about a man dating a lady who is older than him. Also, there's something I've had a hard time sharing with anyone. My big brother who is currently working has been sexing my girlfriend, has been sexing my girlfriend." I introduced them and I found out that they have been flirting on phone. One time I confronted my girlfriend, but she denied everything despite me seeing it on her phone. My big brother has never been friendly to me and I'm afraid of confronting him because he might beat me up or say nasty lies to my parents about me because he always does that whenever I refuse to comply with him. In brackets, long story. I don't know what to do. I'm hurt, but I also love my girlfriend and leaving her is hard because despite everything, she has always been good to me and she is a freak. Please hide ID and advice. First off, you really don't have to worry about me hiding your ID. This is a safe space 
and you asked my thoughts about dating an older lady. Honestly, all I'ma say is you do you. If you like them older or younger, it doesn't really matter. What matters is your happiness and your comfort. I like guys who are older than me. I can't date a guy who's younger than me and that's just me. And different people have different preferences. So just because someone might like ladies who are younger doesn't mean you should change. Yeah, so forget about culture and society. If you're happy and you're comfortable, that's all that matters. Also, let's get now deeper into this because this is just so wild. You say that you love your girlfriend, but she is flirting with your big brother. This is already a very, a very, very huge red flag. And you should just run because if you saw it with your own eyes and you confronted her, and she denied it. I mean, this is someone who literally doesn't even care about your feelings. If she really cared, she would have maybe admitted it and apologized. Held, she would have held herself accountable. But she clearly doesn't care. And maybe she's getting something better from your brother. Or I don't know. Because there's no way she's going to be with you and your bro at the same time. This lady is also just playing a very dirty game over here she has no love or respect for you bro also your brother is clearly very toxic because first of all he manipulates you and you there's a part where you say that when you don't do something that he wants or when you don't do thing, things his way he has a tendency of bad mouthing you to your parents and saying stuff that aren't really true or saying nasty stuff. So your brother clearly also just doesn't also care about you. Because why would your own brother hook up with someone he knows is your girlfriend? Like, hey, what, what kind of siblings do people have out here, honestly? Because this is so inhumane. It's very heartbreaking. And... He's manipulative, he doesn't care about you, and he he's also very disrespecti disrespectful, is the word I'm trying to say, to you. So honestly, just do what you feel is right. I'm not going to tell you to leave the relationship or to stay in the relationship. I feel like you're in a position to know what is best for you and what, what works for you. If you want to stay with her knowing that she's with your brother, then do it. If you If you feel like... This is disrespectful. This is someone who doesn't love me. And this is someone who doesn't care for me. Then you leave. Also, just prioritize yourself. Love yourself. There are so many other freaky girls out here. Because there's a point where you say, she freaky. And that's also why it's hard to let her go. But imagine there are way, way, way much more better women out here. Let me just say that. So... It's going to be hard to let go. You've already said it's hard. However, please love yourself. Prioritize yourself. Know what's best for you. Know what's best for your mental health. And since you're saying you're even afraid of confronting your brother because he might beat you, then this looks like something you're not going to solve anytime soon. If you have close friends, please talk to them, seek advice from them, and listen to what they're going to say. If you're in therapy, maybe talk to your therapist. I don't know. I don't know you. I don't know anything about you. But this is a very heartbreaking story. It's so terrible that two people that are supposed to love you and be loyal to you 
are the ones who are hurting you the most this is your brother and your girlfriend it's just so crazy so please just ask yourself does she really love you does she deserve to be in your space do you really love yourself to have someone in your space despite knowing that they're not loyal to you and if you're listening please what would you tell this guy how would you advise him please comment down below Thanks a lot for tuning in. If you've listened this far, you are the realest and I appreciate you big time. Don't forget to give me a five-star review if you're listening on Apple or Spotify. It really helps this platform grow. Please do subscribe if you're listening on YouTube and share this episode with a friend or anyone who loves podcasts. Help me grow this community. We really are growing and I appreciate everyone of you who takes time to listen and share. It means so much to me, man. Have a fantastic morning, afternoon, evening, whatever time you're listening to this and you'll hear me on the next one. Also, don't forget to send me your email address if you'd love to receive newsletters from me. Par. Bye. Ciao, baby.